You're listening to Body Light Tales, the podcast for mindful people on the go. Hello, this is Miao Guang. Today's Body Light Tale is King Prasenajit taking refuge. During the Buddha's time, there lived a king named Prasenajit in the kingdom of Kosala. His son was named Jetta. King Prasenajit heard that the prince had sold his beloved garden to the elder Sudatta, who then built a monastery on it as an offering to the Buddha. The king had many questions. He thought, "Who is this Buddha? Why is Sudatta so willing to build him a monastery? He even paved the garden in gold." This Buddha must be very special if he can inspire such respect and faith in people. Maybe I should go meet this Buddha myself. The next day, the king arrived at Jetavana Monastery to see the Buddha. After a warm welcome, they all settled in the hall. The Buddha joined his palms and said, "Your Majesty, what brings you here today?" The king replied, "I heard that you are a truly enlightened person. I believe that to be true. But there is something I do not understand. Many practitioners spend years deep in the forest, practicing well into old age. Yet none are enlightened. You, on the other hand, are still young and barely into your third decade of life." How is it that you have attained enlightenment when others have not? Besides, you are not even a Brahmin. The Buddha kindly replied, "Great King, many people tend to scorn the young, but this is a misunderstanding. In this world, there are four small things not to be taken lightly. One, a young prince." For one day he shall govern the kingdom. Two, a baby snake, although small, when grown up, can cause storms and make waves. Three, a spark of fire can scorch vast plains, set the forest aflame, and burn everything down. Four, a young novice, for once they aspire to liberate all beings. Be pure of heart and diligent in cultivation, and attain enlightenment regardless of age or background. Your Majesty, one should be cautious not to scorn or belittle any enlightened being. This creates much unwholesome karma that is difficult to remedy. The king was humbled by the Buddha's dignity and virtue. Never had anyone dared to speak so honestly to him. Filled with shame and regret, the king timidly said, "Buddha, please forgive my ignorance. I know nothing. Please teach me the truth." The Buddha stayed silent for a while, then said, "As king, do you love your people like your own son?" 
The truth of kingship is not to exert power. All lives are equal, and nothing is more precious than life. You must constantly tame your unwholesome thoughts and always treat others with a benevolent mind. Most important is not to build your own happiness atop the suffering of others. As king, you must always help those who suffer, comfort those in pain, and rescue the sick. Know always that your duty is to help your people, not treat them as your servants. As king, you also must know that desire is suffering, and realize the importance of putting an end to selfish desires. Those who spend their days mired in desire fall away from liberation. Birds will never nest in a burning forest. Yet many people live amidst the flames of desire and seek no escape. Even the most capable and intelligent people cannot overcome the flames of desire with their cool intellect. They are unable to see things as they truly are, nor understand the pros and cons of any given situation. People quickly forget the value of their own life and that of others. The king nodded intently as he listened to the Buddha's teachings. Seeing the king's sincerity, the Buddha continued, "To realize the truth, one must cultivate right view, right thought." Right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right meditative concentration. These are eight practices we apply in our daily lives. Furthermore, there are two kinds of paths in this world. One path leads from light to darkness. The other leads from darkness to light. Those that lack caution go from light to darkness, but virtuous people go from darkness to light. Only the truly wise may enter the world of brilliant light to liberate both themselves and others. Life is impermanent. Everyone must understand suffering and affliction. Happiness is not to be found externally. But by settling the mind within the tranquil state of nirvana, unmoved by external forces, in this way, one can take charge of their own life. This is the truth of the world. The king lowered his head and, with joined palms, said, "Yes, Buddha, I realize the truth of your words." Knowing that the king had passed strong attachments to wealth and greed, the Buddha seized this opportunity and continued, "Great king, all phenomena are suffering, empty, and impermanent. This life brings rebirth, aging, sickness, and death. Whether a king or a beggar, no one can avoid suffering, emptiness." Impermanence, or the pain of birth, aging, sickness, and death. When we die, when our consciousness and physical body separate, even the most loving wife or loyal friend cannot come with us. Only 
our wholesome or unwholesome karma will follow us like a shadow forever into our future. We all seek pleasure in this life, chasing after wealth and greed. No one thinks about where they will go after death. We know to buy umbrellas to prepare for a rainy day. We know to store food when our stomachs are full to prepare for times of famine. Why then do we never think of where we will go after death while we're still alive? Are we so short-sighted? People blindly pursue wealth and desire despite the fact that wealth and desire are the wellsprings of suffering. Because of this, our wisdom is obscured. We must understand the brevity of youth and the impermanence of life. Our bodies and minds change with every thought. We must cherish life instead of diving into the abyss of wealth and desire. Do not be arrogant or lazy. Devote your mind to transcending such things, and let your body and mind dwell in a calming and energizing place. Treat others with benevolence and you will create good affinities with them in your future lives. If you do nothing wholesome now, you will not gain happiness in your future lives. One's present happiness or unhappiness all results from one's past karma. To gain happiness in the future, do wholesome deeds in this life. Only you can create the conditions for your future happiness, no one else. Great King, you need not be a renunciant to practice the path. When walking the path, there is no difference between a bhikshu or a lay person. Some venture into the mountains to practice only to fail. Others practice as lay people with their families and attain happiness. Spiritual practice is not exclusive. Anyone can do it. The Buddha's teachings was like sunlight that broke the king's dark mind. Each word struck the king to his core. After hearing the Buddha's teachings, the king felt immense joy. He thus decided to take refuge under the Buddha and became his lay disciple. This story highlights the power of the Buddha's teachings. They can lead someone from darkness to light. Like a candle lighting up a dark room, one can finally see the room properly. After listening to the Buddha's teachings, King Prasenajit was able to see what before he could not. He was moved and decided to take refuge under the Buddha. We can see that taking refuge is the gateway to the Buddha's teachings. However, taking refuge is not merely taking refuge under the Buddha. Taking refuge means to take refuge in the Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. Among the three, the Dharma is most honorable, for all Buddhas rely on the Dharma to attain Buddhahood. Without the Dharma, there would be no Buddhas. 
The Buddha realized the truth of life and began to teach sentient beings what he had realized. Though we may not have the Buddha teach us in person anymore, we still have the Sangha. Embodying the Buddhist path, the Sangha, the monastic community, lives to help and teach human beings as the Buddha did. Through the Sangha, we meet virtuous friends on the path and feel inspired to learn more. If we apply the Buddha's teachings in our life, we can transform ourselves. As the sublime bliss of the Dharma is within reach, so shall enlightenment be one day attained. Just as Venerable Master Xingyun says, taking refuge in the Buddha, light up the lamp of one's mind through one's inner power plant. Taking refuge in the Dharma, accumulate a reservoir of Dharma through one's inner waterworks. Taking refuge in the Sangha, nurture the blossoms and fruits of Bodhi through one's inner field. This is Miao Guang. Thank you for listening to Bodhi Light Tales. Subscribe to Bodhi Light Tales and have stories delivered to you every week. May your day be filled with happiness and wisdom.